Hi friend, as you know, we're diving into the idea of needing a break and why we feel that way as moms and wives. I definitely want to get into specific topics on this, but I also want to hear from you. I want to know what is the number one thing that you feel like you need a break from? I have a list of topics that I know are personal to me, but I want to ensure that I'm providing the most value as possible for you. The one who is here week after week, listening and feeling the same way that I am. I would love it for you to send me an email at steph at rediscoveringnormal.com or submit a question through the link provided in the show notes if you want to be totally anonymous. I am on a mission to help you learn to love the life that you're living. Not to mention, I feel very strongly that this is exactly what God wants me to be talking about. Not only to help you, but because I know I need it too. So please, I hope you'll feel empowered and encouraged to reach out and let me know where you're at so I can help. Now that we got that out of the way, on today's episode, I want to offer some encouragement as we start to dive into these topics and start revealing where our hearts need softening. Because I think it's important to remind you that even though we feel like we need a break, and I've been telling you that it's not biblical... I want to remind you that it's part of our human nature. We'll talk about how our selfishness goes all the way back to the Israelites in the wilderness. And even as they were getting ready to enter the promised land, they were selfish too. I want to help you understand that there is no shame in these feelings and the importance of changing our mindset around this way of thinking. I want this episode to be all about grace for yourself because you're going to be exposing the hard parts of your heart eventually but I want to set you up for success when we get there. The last thing I want to do is make you feel even worse than you maybe already do when thinking about the fact that you just want a break from your life. I hope this episode will encourage you as you move forward. So let's get to it. Do you want a more peaceful life? Does everything feel so chaotic but you aren't sure why? Are you constantly asking yourself, when do I get a break? I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. I too was overwhelmed with all the things and I just wanted some peace. I just wanted a break from the life that I was living. I wanted more out of life and off of the same stuff different day merry-go-round. But I kept telling myself I needed to suck it up because I really didn't have it all that bad. Until I unexpectedly found peace in the quiet moments of rest where the Lord showed me that I needed to pick up my Bible and learn who I was truly created to be so I could see the reason for my chaos. In this podcast, you will find encouragement on how to go all in with Jesus and stop wanting a break from your life so that you surrender control and be led by the Spirit. So dust off that Bible, grab your coffee and a blanket, and get ready to find the culprit to your chaos and start getting your peace back by rediscovering normal. Do you feel guilty when you start feeling like you need a break from a hard part in your life? Or maybe you feel shame? I know I definitely do. At least that's how I feel now. I have grown enough to admit that it hasn't always been that way. I used to just think, why me? Why does this happen to me? Why can't someone just help me for once? Notice where my focus was? This started in my first marriage. I used to operate from a place where I believed that if I served my husband, I would get what I wanted in return. The problem with this thinking, I was only serving him to get something in return. 
So if I didn't get what I wanted or feel the love I thought I needed, I'd simply stop serving him. I was so focused on what I needed and wanted that I was selfish and became unloving and bitter towards him. I was focused inward. And then I became a mom. The why me attitude didn't leave. It only intensified. I'm pretty positive I was struggling with postpartum depression, but I didn't know it. I felt like I was totally alone in motherhood and I was doing all the things on my own and no one could see that I was struggling. Again, I was focused inward. This isn't just a mom and wife thing. It's a human thing. We are always so focused about ourselves and how a situation is impacting us from an inward perspective. The why me, poor me attitude is simply in our human design. It goes all the way back to the Israelites. I really, really encourage you to read this for yourself because I'm only going to summarize the stories, but I want to help you understand that this self-centered attitude just comes naturally. So the book of Exodus, it takes us through the journey of the Israelites gaining abundance in Egypt and ultimately leading them into slavery. They were oppressed and wanted out, so they cried out to God and he called Moses to lead them out of slavery. God delivered them from slavery. And please keep in mind, I'm leaving so many amazing details out, which is why I encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Anyway, as they were being led out of Egypt, they come up to the Red Sea. The Egyptians are chasing them and they have nowhere to go because they are at the water's edge. They begin complaining, asking if they were led out of slavery in order to die. They long to be back in Egypt because even though they were treated poorly, at least they had food and jobs and they were going to stay alive. And then, of course, God performed the wonderful miracle that allowed Moses to part the Red Sea. The Israelites had a way through, and as soon as they crossed to the other side, God allowed the waters to consume the Egyptians, saving the Israelites from their enemies. They set out from the Red Sea and went three days without water. They started grumbling and asking, What shall we drink? Because the water was bitter. Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord gave Moses a solution that made the water sweet. This happened just three days after God parted the Red Sea for them. And of course, they started grumbling again because now they were hungry. Again, they were looking back to Egypt when they had meat and bread, but now they were in the wilderness and hungry. God once again provided, and he made it rain bread from heaven, which is called manna, and gave instructions on how they should gather it each day, just enough to last for the day because it would rot by morning. But the Lord would provide fresh manna every day. You know, give us this day our daily bread. When the Lord provided the manna, the Israelites said it was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. The Lord provided daily bread for them for 40 years, and it was the best tasting thing until it wasn't. If we fast forward to the story in Numbers chapter 11, we see the Israelites grumbling once again, looking back to Egypt. In Numbers chapter 11 verse 8, They now describe the manna as the taste of it was like the taste of cakes baked with oil. My pastor described this as being translated as they could simply taste the oil. It was no longer sweet like honey. It was gross. Never mind the fact that God had been providing manna for 40 years every morning without fail. 
They simply had to gather it for the day. But they knew God would provide it because he said he would. And then they wanted meat and cucumbers and melons and onions and garlic. But all they had to look at was manna. The Lord delivered them from slavery, saved them from their enemies as they approached the Red Sea, and then provided daily nourishment to sustain them as they were in the wilderness. But that didn't matter. They wanted that meat. So the Lord graciously said he'd provide him the meat they so desperately wanted. In Numbers chapter 11, verse 19, it says, You shall not eat just one day, or two days, or five days, or ten days, or twenty days, but a whole month until it comes out at your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you, because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and have wept before him, saying, Why did we come out of Egypt? Do you see how self-centered those silly Israelites were? Blessing after blessing, but they still continued to look back and long for what they had in Egypt. After hearing that, do you think to yourself, oh, I would never act like that. I can't believe the Israelites were so selfish. But what we need to realize is that we are just as bad as the Israelites. We are so focused on the inward impact of a situation and what it's doing to us. We get into the hard season and wish to go back to the way things used to be. We're constantly looking back to our Egypt. Okay, so here are a couple examples that are specific to my life. After my divorce, things were hard. Co-parenting was hard. And there were times that I had the thought I should have just stayed because then at least I wouldn't have to share my son. But I was looking back at Egypt instead of the fact that God was leading me through this hard season and providing everything I needed. Because now, look at the beautiful life that I have. Or, I left the security of my corporate job. I knew the blessings that would be ahead. But when I have bad days, I think, oh, if I just go back to work, that will make everything better. But the reality, me going back to work won't solve anything. It will actually make things harder and I will no longer be able to be obedient to what God has asked me to do. I look back to Egypt thinking that will help, but God has not let me down yet. He has always provided exactly what we needed. When we have bad days, it's easy to long for a different life, but that is so selfish of us. God has called us to this life we're living right now. We get to be wife and mom, keeper of the home, the safe place for our family to land when they're having a hard day. But when we're having a hard day, who takes care of us? Who do we get to go to for a safe place to land? Well, That answer is so simple. We get to turn to God. And even though the answer is simple, we make it too hard. The world has made us think that we don't have to turn to anyone or we don't have anyone to turn to. Not to mention, we could also turn to our husbands and let them take the lead on some things, but we're conditioned to think that we have to do it all, all the time. And that causes burnout. For some reason, we think we have to keep everything in. This independence culture has made us believe that we don't need anyone to help us. And if we do ask for help, it makes us weak. But this isn't the case at all. 
God wants us to turn to him in times of trouble. He wants us to ask for help. The answer may not always be what we want it to be, but he will always provide. We are so selfish. We always seem to be looking back to Egypt, even though God is providing what we need, but it may not seem like it. And this is why it's so important to develop that Holy Spirit mindset. We need to start learning what God's word says and living by that instead of what the world says. This may not seem like a big deal. And you may be asking, why does it matter if I read the Bible? I believe in God. That's good enough. I would caution you with this mindset because if you continue to complain and wish for something other than what God is providing you, you may just get exactly what you asked for. God will give you meat an entire month until it's coming out of your nostrils. If you keep reading in Numbers 11, you'll see that the Lord provided that meat that they wanted so badly, but then the Lord also sent a plague that struck down those people who had that craving. God knows better than we do. He has a plan and he will provide what we need if we simply trust him. It may not look the way we expect it to, but he will provide. We are selfish by nature. We almost always are looking at how a situation is affecting us. But I hope you find comfort in hearing about the Israelites and how they were just as selfish as we are. This has been going on forever. But the beauty of it, God continues to pursue his people. Even if you are selfish, God is going to continue to pursue you. He wants you to trust him. I have seen the effects of trusting God when you can't see what's ahead. I have seen the impact of trusting God even when he has yet to part the Red Sea. It all comes down to knowing the promises that God has given us. The promises that are laid out in our Bibles that we refuse to read for whatever reason. The promises that will show up in our lives too if we take the time to know them. We have to stop looking back to Egypt or wishing for a break from the life we are living. God has a plan for us. We may not be able to see it, but his plan is always better than what we could imagine for ourselves. But that doesn't mean we get to just sit back and wait for God to give us those promises without doing our part. And that's where rediscovering normal comes in. We have to do what feels like hard work to establish that relationship with God. We have to surrender our lives to him and say, my life is in your hands. Use me to do your will. That feels really hard because the world has taught us that we need to figure it out on our own. But this has been happening to us since the fall of man. We have to trust God and believe that his word is truth and that the promises he gives us are already ours. But if we don't know those promises, we won't have the capacity to see those promises play out in our lives. That's why it's so important to break through these lies that we tell ourselves about needing a break from our life. We have to change our mindset about the break we need. We have to start romanticizing the insignificant parts of our lives. Too often we look at our life and think it's all just cakes baked in oil. But we have to start looking at life and seeing how sweet life truly is, just like honey. God provides all we need every single day. 
We simply need to do our part by learning the promises he has already given us. We do that by reading our Bibles. When we learn the promises, we learn more about who God is and we get to see where he gives us those promises in our own lives. I'd like to encourage you to begin thinking about your Bible as your daily bread. Of course, God provides other things that we need daily as well, but I promise you if you start out each day with God's word, you will have everything you need to sustain you all day long. Stop thinking of reading your Bible as a chore or a cake baked in oil and start thinking about reading your Bible as a blessing that God provides you, your daily bread that tastes like honey. When we change our mindset, everything around us changes. The hard part for most of us is changing our mindset, not simply to be positive, but changing our mindset to be biblical. When we start thinking and living biblically, that is when true transformation happens. When we start to have an outward approach instead of inward, when we look at how our roles as wife and mom can do more for our husbands and kiddos, when we strive to do more for others instead of wondering why life is happening to us. And when we do start to feel that way, we can more quickly course correct and go right to God to help us see the blessings he's already provided and how we can continue serving outwardly in order to give him all the glory. So friend, I hope you give yourself some grace as we start to break off these hardened parts of your heart. When God convicts you of something, don't be so hard on yourself. Ask God for his forgiveness and then forgive yourself. Move on from it and do better moving forward because that is what this is all about. Recognizing that you don't need to have any shame for how you've been living your life and that you've wanted a break from it. But that moving forward, you can do better because God will be right there to help you through it next time and every time in the future. I pray this episode blesses you and you can use this as encouragement as you begin to realize where you have Egypt in your life and start trusting that God will provide everything you need every single day. And remember, don't forget to let me know what areas you want me to talk about. Send me an email or submit a question in the form in the show links because I want to make sure you are getting the most out of these upcoming episodes as possible. Okay, friend, until next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If this episode blessed you, could you give it a five-star rating or leave a review on Apple Podcast? And if you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you please share it with someone who may need the message as well? This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, join the Rediscovering Normal community on Facebook. Okay, friend, until next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus.